0: Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hope you guys are having a fantabulous day. Today, I just want to ask that you watch the video all the way to the end. YouTube really cares about that. And also, If you want to help support the channel, one way you can do that is by watching all the videos, not just the ones in the cases that you think you're interested in. I put my heart and soul into each video and I try to add the most interesting information so you might be surprised. Now let's dig in. So a Virginia businessman spoke exclusively to News 12's reporter Tara Rosenblum about a brush he had with alleged serial killer Rex Heuerman took place in 2018. That man named Jeff Sample, who owns Precision Lawn Service in Virginia, told Rosenblum that he remembers Huerman as a towering, aggressive architect from New York City. Sample said, quote, he was just arrogant, kind of the I'm better than you kind of feeling. He just seemed like a jerk, end quote. Sample said he agreed to do some landscaping work at the Palmyra, Virginia home of Huerman's mother, Dolores. Sample stated, it was just to basically go clean up the yard because it was all overgrown and a mess, and I kind of remember him complaining. He had a big dumpster there. He asked us to throw some stuff in the dumpster and he didn't like the way we put it in. Interesting. When the work was completed, Sample says he sent a bill for $850 to Huerman in New York but guess what? He never received the payment. To get paid, Sample had to actually take legal action, and so he filed a civil suit in Virginia in January of 2019, and then Huerman only then paid what he owed. It would appear that Hewerman was getting the property ready for sale because the next month, property records obtained by News 12 from the Fluvanna County Clerk's Office show that the same property was sold by Dolores Heuerman for $208,000. Sample recalled the interaction with Rex Heuerman when he saw him on television after his arrest. And get this, Sample also remembers seeing a Chevy Avalanche parked outside Dolores' home that he believes is the same dark green truck that ultimately led detectives to Rex Heuerman's doorstep. From all the stories that have come out about Rex Heuerman, it seems clear that he has a pattern of not only being a bully, but also of failing to pay his bills. We learned a while back that Hewerman was hit with the first of seven federal liens five months before the police found the remains of his alleged victims on Gilgo Beach in 2010. Back then, he owed more than $470,000 in unpaid taxes going all the way back to 2005. Records show that the IRS filed seven federal tax liens between. July 2010 and July 2021 against Huerman and his wife Asa Ellera. About half of that, so around $235,000 was either repaid or no longer owed according to three tax lien releases. Two of those were filed in October of 2022. In addition to all of that, Hewerman and his wife also owe a little more than $81,500 in personal income taxes going all the way back to November 2020 according to New York State tax warrants. And then there's the fact that Heuerman is being sued by New York State's Labor Department for allegedly failing to pay outstanding damages for violating labor laws. Heuerman and his architecture firm, RH Consultants and Associates, owe $68,560.84, according to the lawsuit filed in New York County Supreme Court by Labor Commission Roberta Reardon. The lawsuit says that Hewerman and his firm underpaid an executive assistant in 2017 and 2018. The employee is owed more than $20,000 in unpaid wages. The term deadbeat takes on a whole new meaning when it comes to Rex Hewerman. Hewerman and his firm agreed to settle the unpaid wages, interest, damages, and civil penalties amounting to $84,945.84 in 2021, two years before he was arrested. Maybe this is why they have money problems, allegedly. He's a crappy businessman. And he previously made a payment of $16,385. So when push comes to shove, he pays. Maybe Rex Heuermann thinks he's above the law and doesn't care if he has a shitty reputation when it comes to his finances and paying his taxes and his bills. I guess his whole reputation is pretty much trashed at this moment. Anyway, I wonder how Asa Ellerup views all of this. Even if she didn't know all of it before her husband's arrest, she must know about it now. What's interesting is that Hewerman owns a property portfolio across several states that's worth about $806,000, and that includes the small family home in Long Island, which, despite its dilapidated state, is said to be valued at $635,000. So that house makes up most of the $806,000. Huerman bought that home from his mother Dolores in 1994 for $170,000. As you probably know, Hewerman and Ellerup also own a share of a two-bedroom, two-bath condo in Las Vegas. They purchased it in 2005 for $17,000. And then there's land in South Carolina that is said to be worth $154,000. So if we look at the value of these various properties and then Hewerman's unpaid bills, it would appear that the Hewermans are perhaps property rich, but maybe money in the bank poor, if you know what I mean. It's also been reported that Heuerman was making a half a million dollars a year as head of his firm, which would have meant he was raking in more than $40,000 a month. Now he does live in pricey Long Island, but we know he wasn't putting a lot of money into the upkeep of the home, at least the exterior of it. It doesn't look like the family was living large over there. They don't strike me as people who go out for pricey meals and entertainment on a regular basis. Maybe Rex was with various escorts, but it doesn't look like Asa and the kids were. But Rex Heurman also worked out of an expensive rental space in Manhattan at 385 Fifth Avenue. To give you an idea of the possible cost of that office, a 640 square foot office in that same building is currently up for a lease at $39 a square foot. The yearly cost of such a small office there would be $24,960, and you also have to pay a portion of the electricity and Huerman also had employees. Of course, he didn't pay that one executive assistant. His daughter Victoria also worked with him, which is why she's currently out of a job and having to be supported by her mother. It would be so interesting to see the money trail. Where was the money from the monthly income going? Was this seemingly good salary really not cutting it for the Huermans? because of the cost of living in New York and Long Island and the rental costs of that office. Moving on to another issue associated with Dolores huerman's house in Virginia, where she lived from January of 1995 until May of 2019. Are the authorities there looking into any cold cases that resemble the M.O. of the Gilgo Beach perpetrator? With a guy like Heuermann, it seems critical to investigate unsolved murders of young women and missing women in all areas where he spent time during his lifetime. I decided to do a little web sleuthing, so I looked at Virginia's cold case murders of young women and missing people. Here are some of the cases that jumped off the page at me because of similarities to the victims found along Ocean Parkway in Long Island, and also cases that are now being investigated, like that of Carmen Vargas. In 2003, An as-yet-still-unidentified body was located by a hunter on November 27th in Frederick County, Virginia, in the 400 block of Fromans Lane. That location is approximately 141.5 miles from Palmyra, though not exactly close. But when investigators arrived on the location, they found what they described as a deceased female with only a torso present. DNA was recovered and stored recently the criminal investigation unit with the assistance of Sheriff Milholland. Began reviewing the case and applied a new investigative technique involving DNA with the assistance of the deceased female's DNA. Parabon Nano Labs was able to come up with an image of what this female likely looked like and her ethnicity, which is Southeast Asian. They were not able to estimate her age at the time of death. So the torso part is the only thing here that catches my eye. Hureman's victims, at least the Gilgo. Beach, three victims that he's charged with, none of them were in pieces. But there were other bodies along Ocean Parkway that were not fully intact. Could this case be associated with Hewerman? Maybe then on November eleventh of two thousand twenty three year old hope renee curry was last seen leaving her brother's residence on bancroft road off rosemont road in Virginia Beach at nine thirty p m. She said she was going to use a payphone at a nearby Texaco station. She never returned and has never been seen or heard from again. Distance between Palmyra and Virginia Beach is 143.5 miles, so again, it's pretty far away but you never know. And then there's 35-year-old Margaret Gale Stamper White, who was last seen at her residence at 53 Spencer Lane Cremora in the middle of May 2008. That's 56 miles away from Palmyra. So at 35 years old, she's a tad older than the Gilgo Beach victims who ranged in age from 22 to 27. But White's size is what's interesting. She was five feet, two inches tall and just 110 pounds. She had blonde hair and blue eyes. She also left her cell phone behind like Gilgo Beach victim Amber Costello and had no means of transportation. It's not clear if White did escort work, but she left her home without her cell phone, went somewhere without a card, and never returned. Those are just some of the cases in Virginia of unsolved murders or missing persons that occurred during the time Rex Heuerman's mother was living in the state. I know that Rex Heuerman is not guilty of every single case of a murdered female or a missing young female, but we know that he's accused of being a serial killer. Thus, it's important to look at all geographic locations where he would have spent significant time and that he would have returned to on a consistent basis. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.